You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music. I'm co-founder of Moz with my partner, Ann Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs, and we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more about us at outlinesventure.com. Today, we're talking about, I guess, a personal business with Allison Hartso. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Ann. Hey, Jillian. How are you this beautiful Monday? Absolutely wonderful. And you, Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jillian. Thank you, Anne. So, Allison, tell us a little bit about your company. I know that it is consultancy based on data, on big data. That's capital B, capital I, capital G. Really big data. (laughs) Really big. Thank you. Yes, I do run a digital analysis company, which means that my team interprets the clicks of customers so that marketers can fine-tune how they speak to them. So, for example... Customers who are lost leave a different signature and need different marketing tactics than those who are steady buyers. And I I live out here in absolutely gorgeous Portland, Oregon, and travel to my clients. So I get the balanced benefit of having a great work-life balance. Oh, I also, I'm sorry, I work with Fortune 500 companies. I, I neglected to mention who I do all this data analysis for. It generally is for companies that have a big enough pile of data to work with. So that's Fortune 500s and some SMBs, usually in the pharma, technology, or retail industries. So I think in our second segment, we want to get into a little more in depth about data and what you do with it for these big data sets for these big companies. But what about before founding this company? 
Yeah. Before this company, I founded two others. I did an internet company called iSyndicate, which was early internet syndication. That was prior to RSS feeds. We were actually screen scraping and doing other methods to syndicate content around the web. This was 1996. Oh, gosh, I'm dating myself. And then I did a smaller startup named Aspiro, which did eBay analytics. And after Aspiro, I worked for a digital analytics consulting firm, which is somewhat legendary in the space called Symphonic, a team I dearly love, still love this day. And uh, that was acquired by EY a couple years ago. Aha. Uh-huh. But what happened next? Well, after that acquisition, you know, when you go from a small company to a large company that's you know, 13,000 some employees, it's like night and day. And I knew I had to get back out there on my own. It was very difficult to get things done. There was just process overload and administrivia that would just drive up the hours. Very difficult for any entrepreneur. So I spent a lot of time really thinking about, you know, I need to go back out on my own. What's it going to be? What were some of the drivers of that decision? I had spent a lot of time in the previous companies looking at venture-backed businesses, things that would basically, they were almost like raising a child. You put so much effort into them. You staff quickly, you get in the market, you take it over, and then you get acquired or you go public. So I was familiar with that model, but I didn't want that this time. I really wanted to find a company that had better work-life balance, better, it was suited for me at this particular point in my life. So I went about finding a business model that would allow me to have zero employees and still earn the revenues that I wanted and make the impression, the large corporate impression that I felt I could make and deliver on. So you've stepped aside from corporate life and carved out a consultancy doing something you're obviously very, very good at. From what I'm just talking with you, I know that you love it as well. And I think that you are quite successful at it, too. Thank you. Thank you. I, You know, one of my goals, my husband and I have this, we call it the salary smackdown every year when, we, when the tax return comes in. And it, we sit there and try to see who has the bigger salary. And I kept thinking to myself, how much do I need to make so that one of us can stay home? And I don't want it to be me. I, I mean, I work from home, but I didn't want to do as much of the home stuff. And you know, I looked at that number and that became my, my goal for the first year. And damned if I didn't hit it. So I'm still working on convincing him to, you know, take a break or leave. But it's, it's been a, a good metric to drive to. He must be a remarkable man. I know many men who would not put up with anything remotely like a salary smackdown. They consider it highly threatening. Don't you agree, Jillian? I think so. And perhaps that changes with each generation, which is a good thing. I think the spouses of women like us kind of do. So I'm intrigued by this concept of looking for a business model that has zero employees, but can still make the appropriate impression required to work for enterprise level companies for these Fortune 500s. How do you balance that? How does an enterprise-level corporation hire a sole proprietor individual contributor? Yes, it's very similar to when you are a startup and you're trying to make an impression with a, you know your first companies, your first customers. 
in the startup space, what you use for leverage is venture backing, you know, the credibility of a great venture capital company, or maybe some early customers that you give it away for free to. In this model, though, I didn't have venture backing to pull on, and I didn't have the early first customers necessarily. So I pulled on the ability to have a large team that I didn't actually have to pay for. So I didn't take any overhead, but I created a partnership with a company offshore that was in a space in the digital analytics space. And I understood what they were doing. And I spent some time vetting them and making sure that they could follow my methodologies. I I even went over to India to train them in person. I had people that I worked with previously vet their technical skills and just kind of did my due diligence on this firm. And by having this firm as my back office, I was able to create the impression of a larger company without the overhead of it. Now, for the name brandedness of it, I was lucky enough that I had a Rolodex of people in that name brand category that I had worked with in my prior consulting life. So in many cases, they were people who already knew me, trusted me, but didn't trust me as a solo entrepreneur. They trusted me with my team, and that worked. Aha. So you were able to draw on the network that you built while you were at a big company like E&Y, and then also support yourself with this team. But they're a separate company. You don't have to pay for them or manage them as you would manage if it were your own team, correct? That's correct. There's no overhead. You pay for them when you need them, which is interesting. But you can still represent them, if you will, as the team that will support this project. Right. And because they treat me as the client, then I have the demand to you know, say, I want it by this time, and they deliver. Which is great. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So where is your team located, by the way? You said in India. Where? They are in India, and they are in Bangalore. In Bangalore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A solid uh, space for a lot of tech teams. So excellent. That's intriguing stuff. As you pull these things together, do you find that there are stumbling blocks to closing these big deals? Does somebody kind of cry uncle on this one, go, no, 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 We we have to work with a company that's working here in the States? No, I don't think so. And I don't come out basically saying, you know, here's my team that's located offshore. Mm -hmm. What they buy is me and my methodology. And then the engine that turns that methodology happens to be offshore, but it's still my methods. So they're still buying into the strategy and leadership. Uh Aha. Good point. I think that's a key point. We need to take a break now so that our sponsors can bring you a few messages. When we come back, let's talk more deeply about what you do with the data and the team and how your leadership serves you well for that. So this is Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music. We are talking to Allison Hartso, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Ian Kennedy, and I have Jillian Music here, my partner, and we are talking today with Allison Hartso, who's eponymous consultancy. I just had to say eponymous. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> Solves big data puzzles for business. Allison, it's great to talk to you. Thank and you, to Anne. Listen to you. Let's take a deeper dive into what you do and why. It's fascinating to me. I am not a big data wonk. I just recognize the value of data. But you said something in the first segment that caught my ear. You said that customers who are lost leave different trails than customers who find what they want. And I thought that was a good jumping off point to maybe get into some of the kind of insights you're able to drive for your customers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to think about finding insights and data as a lot like cooking. It takes a little bit of time and a little bit of effort to develop some skill or what I call an eye for data. And just because you have all the ingredients in your kitchen doesn't mean that you can cook. But this is generally what we see in the space when we talk about data or we talk about insights. In my experience, I generally see three different types of data cooks, if you will. The first type is the most common, and they typically take a bunch of random metrics, like you might pick up ingredients in the kitchen. They throw it all together, and they end up with a dashboard that's crammed with a ton of data, but it has absolutely no meaning. And the executives, they look at this data, and they, they wonder, you know, oh, do I have enough skill? Do I have enough training? Why don't I see the meaning in all of this data? That's because there is no meaning. It's like throwing spaghetti on the wall to see if it sticks. The cook who put that recipe together just basically dumped everything on the plate and said, you know, you call it Putinesca, or you know, you call it whatever the dish is. So it's very hard for people to digest information like that. On the other end, you have a much more elegant approach. And again, like cooking, it's really hard to create that something super simple, but tasty and meaningful. You need a really sharp knife to cut the data in the right way. And you also need the right ratios. That's the right balance between two different metrics. So for example, cost per conversion is a lot more meaningful than just conversion or a weighted ratio between cost per impression, which is your reach metric, and cost per conversion, which is an acquisition metric, is more meaningful still. 
The third type of data cook that happens is basically the person who sits right in between. So they're not exactly throwing everything on the plate. They're not putting all of the elegant metrics together. They do something in the middle. And so when I come in, we're oftentimes trying to take people from somewhere in stage one or two up into those elegant key metrics that are just perfect for their business. So that's the goal, to be in the elegant, the meaningful data. But so many companies are really drinking from a fire hose of data. I mean, we know Mm -hmm. that uh, we have the ability now to collect more data than we ever know what to do with. And so I liked your cooking analogy. How do you move people from the, you know, throwing it all and seeing what happens Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to the people who actually can produce that perfect omelet or something? How, How do you do that? It's where the sharpness of the knife comes in. You know, people talk about you peel back the layers of an onion and you can also use a knife to get to it much more quickly. So when you have a set of big data, the first thing you have to do is knock out the noise. So in clickstream data, approximately 47% of any clickstream field coming through or a series of fields coming through is signal and the other half is noise. So the first thing you have to do is cut the noise. Otherwise, you end up with a lot of junk in the metrics that don't mean anything. And then you have to cut it down again. So we like to cut it by behavior because in analytics, you have people who are identified as an individual customer, perhaps through a login or a membership ID. And then you have people who can be identified through their behavior. In both cases, you get a clear signature of who somebody is and what they're trying to do. And so by cutting along those lines, we cut come up with very specific answers as to who's lost, who's confused, what should you be doing to speak to them? Because they're screaming at you with all this data, but you can't hear them. Wow, that's such an insight. Yes, our customers are screaming at us with a lot of data and even their click streams. And you are finding that how you answer that data, uh, my mind reels. I mean, that all feeds back into UX and it feeds into your business model. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to use that. Exactly. I was going to ask, Allison, what do your customers do with this knowledge, right? They have a jumble of information. You bring them actual knowledge that says X number or percent of your customers are getting lost over here and they seem to fall into these buckets as soon as they're lost. Mm -hmm. What do they do with that knowledge? The first thing they do if they don't already have it set up is they set up a testing program or they set up a survey because a lot of big data is quantitative data, but not qualitative data. So we need to understand, you know, we see a behavior is happening, but we need to understand more about why. And so to get to the why, you have to set up a test or you have to capture the voice of the customer. So this is where the nuances come in. I see people taking a certain action. They look like they're all one class of people, but they may or may not be. Okay. So again, you you do some kind of a test by saying literally you have a questionnaire or a quiz or, you know, whatever, a survey. And by querying the customers directly, you can actually get more insight then into what's going on, what's working and what's not. Do you have case studies that say how much people either save in lost revenues or how much they gain? 
Gosh, I I wish I did, but I have a metric that I refer to a lot. It's difficult to say that one particular action in the series of all the overall marketing action made a specific difference. That's what I there, would think, yes. Yeah, there are some cases, particularly with tests revolving around e-commerce carts. Most e-commerce cart testing has been pretty much picked clean, but prior to getting into the cart, you can sometimes influence and get some clearer metrics, but they're still influenced by all the other marketing activity. So it's hard to get to that specific number, but McKinsey has a data number that I just love. And what they say is that companies that drive by the data see an average of 6% increase on their revenue line. And the 6% is actually an average across industries. Some industries see even more, up to 11%, and some see a little bit less. But if I were a billion-dollar company and I were focusing on a particular division, like a U.S. division, and I take 6% of that number, for the clients I work with, that's usually something like $35 million. That's a number worth spending a little money on in order to generate results and have happier customers. Absolutely. You know, often I talk about who you speak to in your business is critical to making a good living. You talked about, for example, you know, the salary smackdown and and being able to achieve the numbers you were looking for. I say, you know, if you're going to talk to somebody for an hour and they can make maybe $10,000 because you spoke to them, they can't afford to pay you more than about a thousand because you really can't take more than 10% of the gross differential in what you've made for them. But if you speak to a billion-dollar company, make maybe $37 million, well, they can afford to pay you well for your piece of that pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes all the difference who you speak to, not just how you speak. Exactly. And that, stuff. that also reminds me of something that Bill Hunt said on our show last year about is it difficult to sell whatever it is you charge and he said no the question of money just doesn't come up because I can point to all these companies that have either made them millions of dollars or saved them millions of dollars so what they pay me it looks really inexpensive compared to that and I think you're saying the same thing Allison I think it's an enviable business model thank you So before we take a break here, we just have a a minute. Would there be something that you have as a goal as your next piece? Or if you kind of arrived at it and this is the lifestyle you want and the business you want to keep? No, I, I continue to track how I spend my time. It's, it's a little bit of an addiction when you work in data. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I, I can I see can, that. Part of my goal for this year was to reduce the volume of hours I was working, and I didn't quite hit that as much as I hit the revenue goal. So, you know, wah, <laughs> too bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still want to go after that goal. So next year, coming up in 2016, I've been doing a lot of planning of how can I double the number that I'm at and start to be in the seven figures and still keep that volume down. Now, that's a game of leverage, right? Scale and leverage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thinking about those triggers, those inflection points is where I spend my business thought time. That is brilliant. We're going to take a break now and then we'll come back with some final thoughts from Allison Hart. So this is Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music and we'll be right back. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to LPO. LPO. Landing page optimization. Landing page optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. LPO, landing page optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy. I'm here with Jelly and Music, and we're talking with Allison Hartso, who does big data analysis for digital marketing for very large companies with large data sets. Allison, what advice would you have for? startups and would your advice be different for men than women? You know, that's always a good question about whether your advice would be different for men versus women. You know, I am a woman, so my advice always comes through that lens. But I'd like to think that the advice that I pass on generally would be applicable to both. So I I think I would start with the advice that I got from a coach that I hired when I first started my business. I was really unclear and uncertain about which way I was going to go. I knew I needed credibility behind me. I knew I had all these contacts, but I didn't really know how to bring it to bear. So I'm going to share along $6,000 of advice to your listeners in these three tips, which were basically what I learned from this very valuable coach. And the first one, surprisingly, was kind of obvious, but I I wasn't paying attention to it. She said, listen to your gut. The idea was that the answer is already there. You pretty much know what's right and wrong for you, but it's easy for us to logic out what is not actually good for us. So as an example, I had a 
a pharma deal that came to me last fall. And this person wanted me to be the exclusive representative for all work that I did in the pharma space and everything would go through their company. And on the surface, I was building business and I thought this could be really good. You know, I get lots and lots of companies coming through, but there was no way that I was allowed to do any direct work with any other company. So in a sense, I was building his brand. I wasn't building mine. I went to meet with him in person and the amount of physical response I had from that meeting. My body was just retching from the meeting. It was so wrong. I didn't like him. I couldn't stand him. And yet my mind was still saying, hey, this might be a good deal. This was a great example of listen to your gut. And I was so glad that I did because the opportunity cost I could later see was actually um, well into the sixes. And that was that would have been a bad move for me. The yep, second the Chinese, yep. the Chinese call your gut the second brain, you know. Uh, you know, it it really is. I think there's oh, a, yeah. I think there's some stories backing that up. <laughs> so number two. two. The second piece of advice. This one is still hard for me, frankly. But there's a tendency to compare ourselves to others and to think, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. You know, I see this other brand and they do that so well. I want to be just like that. But the real value that you bring is that unquantifiable quality that makes you you. And it saturates your brand and it saturates your company. So it's the, it's the je ne sais quoi. It's, it's that authenticity that becomes the soul of your business. When you are in touch with you, the most because they feel like they're getting 100% you, 100% your methodology, your thought leadership, whatever it is that you bring to the table, that genuineness is so important to put up front and center. Don't try to be anyone else but yourself. And number three? The third one is clarity. And I, I still spend a lot of time on this one. You get a really clear vision of what you want. And then you go after it. You set a date and say, I'm going to go after this particular goal by this particular date. Classic goal setting, right? But I actually put a little more vision behind it on the screen saver of my computer. I actually have a Tesla. And I would love to drive a Tesla. You know, massively expensive car, huge into technology. I love it. And it signifies that kind of elegance in technology that I love, but I need to set a date to go out and get it. And that's what I've got on my plan for 2016. So, and you know, when I get there, I'll be the first one to pick you up and give you a ride. Yeah, we actually, what color is your Tesla? It's white. Oh, thank you. Okay. We we actually (laughs) test drove one at uh, Xconomy, Jillian and I last year. They are marvelous to drive. Uh, yes, it's a marvelous experience. So yes, I'll go for a ride when you get your Tesla. <laughs> yes, and then absolutely. we will know that you have achieved your goal for that year. I mean, Allison, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us. Thank you. And we wish you the best of luck with uh, getting that Tesla and getting your hours down. And we really enjoyed what you had to say. Yes, and with those hours, uh, we intend to take a ride with you. I think the Sonoma Valley would be a lovely place to start. And with that, that's it for Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their continuing support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you are out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear on CEO Coach. 
Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy, and you can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.